0: I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life, momming, and your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, the power of a good set of fake eyelashes. Forget all the stories you've been told and the choices you've been given. You can have it all, and I'm going to show you how. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of making the leap. I'm so excited because we have got a special guest for you today. You guys know that I've started in 2021. I've decided we're going to do coaching podcast episodes every week. That's my goal anyway. So as long as I can get members of my wealth and worth group up on here and we can coach through things, that's what we're going to be giving you. So these calls, these, these calls, these podcast episodes are definitely a favorite. For all of you guys who are either watching or listening, because you get you relate to what people are going through. And so it's almost like you can apply what you're learning through this coaching. So today I have invited one of my one-on-one coaching clients who's also a member of Wealth and Worth Legacy Builders, Jen Pitta. Hey, girl. Hey. I'm so so, having me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I've worked with Jen for four months and we just had our last call. It made me sad, but I've been working with Jen for four months and today, to, and I I've known her last name the entire <laughs> four months. that we've been working together. And then today I'm like, is it Pita or is it Pitta? I, and did I, I said it right. Right. You did. You okay. It. Cause I'm yes. now I'm like, did I say it right? I don't know. <laughs> um, so that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Anyway, but Jen why don't you share a little bit about who you are? So what company you are with, where you are in your business, um, and I didn't I didn't prep you for this one, but what you love about being a business owner.
1: Okay. Well, my name is Jen Pitta, as we discussed, and <laughs> I am um, a Stampin' Up! demonstrator. I've been with Stampin' Up! for 15 years, actually, this month. My anniversary wow. is at the end of the month. And I live on Cape Cod in Massachusetts. And I think my favorite part of owning my own business is the flexibility. You have so much flexibility in all aspects of your life, from your schedule to your finances to everything. So I just love being able to call the shots too. I think that's one of the... Yes, girl. Working in corporate and working for editors and things like that for so long that it's really nice to be able to be the one that says when and where and how, so I think that's my
0: favorite. You guys are going to love Jen. You are going to fall in love with her today. She's just the best. In fact, we were talking today, team Rachel was talking and Elizabeth, she was like, I love her. She is my people. <laughs> that's what I was going to tell you before the, before we started recording. I uh, so <laughs> <for Christmas party. laughs> well, you know, whatever works, right? <laughs> So what I love about Jen is she's that awesome, by the yeah. way. she's awesome. <laughs> well, she's always, she, is, the she so. is very awesome. I love her <laughs> and I love you. So that works well. Um, so what I love about you, Jen, is that you, you love your business. You love your craft. And I, and I say that, I mean, I guess that is pun intended because you are, (laughs) it is crafty Mm -hmm. and you create these things. And it's so fun to see you, uh, get excited about different projects and you love connecting with your customers, your customers are your life. You have a great team. Uh, and Jen is also in the leadership Academy, which is our leadership group kind of stemming off wealth and worth builders. So Jen is like the whole package, not that Jen would admit that she is or ever acknowledge that she is, but Jen is, is awesome. So I asked you, Jen, to come up with a topic that you wanted a little bit of coaching around today. And I think you said something about, is it time
1: management? Yeah, well, I think because, like you said, I've got a team and I've got my personal business and I've got my home life, especially now with being home all the time and all the family. I think it's really hard for me now to find um, that time to really focus on kind of the CEO sort of um, mm. things that need to be done. So like the, the big picture things, the things that not only that do I need to do in order to move my business further ahead, but also kind of the things that are going to help keep me sane, you know, and keep me from being on a hamster wheel all the time. So I think that's really kind of what I need help with most right now.
0: You know, I think it's very common to feel like you're on a hamster wheel, especially when you are at the stage that you are, where you have a team, but you also have a lot of customers and you're trying to work both sides, working both sides of a business is tough it is tough. Being a good leader is tough, but it's it's doable. Being yeah. a good, you know, salesperson is also tough, but it can be done. You're doing it well, but let's talk about this. So, when someone comes to me and says, "I'm having a really hard time prioritizing my tasks. What do I work on first?" I'm always say, do you feel like you work more in your business or on your business? So when you're working in your business, it's doing the things that other people can do. It's doing the the managerial kind of things, or is not managerial. (laughs) It's doing like the customer service things, right? Mm -hmm. It's doing the the day-to-day things, the piddly stuff that anybody can do. Mm -hmm. Or are you working on your vision? Are you doing the CEO
1: things? What would you say you spend most of your time doing? me, it would definitely be right now the being in the business instead of on. The right. Okay. And that's a really big picture.
0: Why do you? Oh, okay. So I was going to ask you <laughs> why, why do you, first of all, why are you working more in the business than on the business? And you said it's because you don't have time.
1: Go ahead. I no, I was about. just going to say I, just because, I mean, some people may not be familiar with how like a crafting direct sales business yeah, why don't you... works. So a lot of my time is spent doing um the you know cutting and prepping and there's also a lot of design work but the design work should be me but it's the cutting and prepping that takes me hours sometimes and that's not necessarily the best it's not income producing time you know what i mean so it's, right. because i'm spending so much time doing that sort of stuff i'm not spending as much time on the things that are more important i think so i need right. to figure out how to create systems around that or how to solve the issues that are causing me to be behind all the time because of all the prep work and that kind of stuff. It's not like I can just kind of throw my stuff up on a Facebook live and sell it and move on. I have to kind of create classes and create designs and create projects and then cut and prep and mail and ship. And so I, there's just so many departments of my business now that it's just it's getting overwhelming though. So.
0: Right. And those are definitely not piddly things. Um,
1: <laughs> and it's also things like all. I want to make sure that they're done. Like I like being able to package up my kits. So they're cute. And I like being able to package up things. So they, you know, they look nice and mm-hmm. giving them little gifts here and there and things like that, but all of that takes time. And so I'm mm-hmm. finding as I've gotten bigger, some of my, you know, the little touches that I used to do are kind of falling by the wayside. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think too, even if, if you are watching or listening and you're not in the craft, in a craft direct sales business, there are still ways that you can be in your business rather than on your business. Yeah, sure. And so I, what I really want you to do, Jen, and anyone else who feels struggles with this a while, as well, is kind of do a, an audit, if you will, of where you spend your time. So if you allow and figure out, first of all, how, how, mon- how many hours a day would you like to work on your business? And then I want you to do an audit of your time. So how many hours do you spend creating? How many hours do you spend on average? I mean, this doesn't obviously have to be exact. How many hours would you say you spend on shipping, like getting things ready to ship? How long do you spend coming up with an idea? How long do you spend creating a vision for your business? How long do you spend working with your team? How long do you spend working with your customers and really do an audit of the, the things that are important to your business to keep it running and how much time you spend in those, in those places? Then when you look at that and you say, okay, I, my goal is to work three hours a day. Now let me see where I'm spending all my time. Well, first of all, holy moly, I'm spending 10 hours a day on average. That's a lot more that okay so what can we do here or maybe you're not whatever it is but i just want you to take take a look okay at that. Then i want you to look and see where you're spending the most time. And the places where you're spending the most time i want you to look at each thing and go okay so i'm spending 4 hours a week maybe you're going to do weekly maybe you're going to do daily i don't know. It's probably easier to do weekly. But if i'm or even monthly but if i'm spending 4 hours prepping items to ship, and I only want to work 10 hours a week, is that the best use of my time? No, that's not the best use of your time, right? Because you want to be spending more time on the CEO activities, which are, and you can even divide it up. You can even divide it up into like CEO activities and... Non CEO activities, right? The CEO activities are working on the business is getting that vision. It's coming up with a strategy for the year. It's it's planning out your events. It's connecting with your team members. It's helping grow your team members. It's creating leaders. It's not customer service, but it's connecting with your customers. Right? Did you know, you guys? customer service is not something you necessarily need to be doing. Now, I know, everyone's going to be like, what the heck are you talking about, Rachel? Ultimately, if you're thinking big picture in this business, I'm not talking if you're starting out, I'm not talking if you're not making enough money yet, but big picture, if you want to become a big leader or a leader, eventually customer service is going to be something that you can automate with your emails. You can automate. You don't have to be the person that's constantly sending an email saying, "Hey, how are you doing? Do you, how's your product?" Do you, that can all be automated. All right, through an email. So that it's still coming directly from you. It's not it's not coming from the company. It's personal, but it's automated. You're writing it, you're just scheduling it. So that that doesn't even beca- that's a thing that it's it's happening behind the scenes. It's ha- and you don't have to spend a lot of time on it. Because here's here's what you want, obviously, Jen. You want to be working more on your business than in your business. And the way you do that is like you said, I said, go through that audit, look and see where you're spending most of your time. And then if you find that you're spending most of your time in your business, come up with ways to work to, to automate maybe those places so that you don't have to you have more time to work on. Now, in your situation, Jen, there're going to be things that you can't automate. The shipping is not something you can automate. But you and I've talked about this part before. Yeah. You have someone who can come in and help you for minimal the minimal cost is coming in to help you get that shipping done. And that's definitely what you need to keep leaning into. Mm-hmm. Like you need to make sure that she's coming yeah. in. I know we talked about that, but because that I guarantee you is something that's going to free up your time. For sure. As far as being the CEO of your business, what do you think are areas that you would really, because I know that you said, there are things that I want to get into. There are things that I want to do, but I never have time to do them. What are those things? I think I need to do
1: more strategy thinking. Like, um, mm-hmm. I tend to be especially like with social media and like any sort of content, I just kind of wing it on the fly every day. So I'm like, Oh, well, I have this card. So I'll just show this on my Facebook live or, um, you know, I don't really, and I think we talked a little bit about this too at one point, but I'm not sure we ever really delved deep into it, but I want my emails to be more of value to my, yes. you know, so I want to kind of plan out those things in advance and then just execute rather than sort of, every day waking up going, what should I do today? I feel like I'm very willy-nilly every day. Right. I mean, I'm working on my business and I'm getting things done, but it's kind of on a whim. Right. It's not there's, planned out. Yeah. There's like bigger projects like, you know, I want to create a video series for my team members that are all kind of, you know, the basics so I don't have to answer the same questions every time and things like that. Right. But I don't have time to sit down and produce videos every day because I'm too busy in the the nitty gritty of mm-hmm, kids and prepping and yeah, absolutely. So here's an idea
0: as well. When you well, first of all, I would suggest you because you do have these really great ideas. I would suggest tackling one at a time, mm-hmm. and I would make it a priority. So in the morning, the first thing you do when you come into your office is spend an hour doing whatever project it is. So if it's creating your emails, you're going to spend an hour. Your first hour, you're gonna set a timer, you're gonna have do not disturb on everything, you're spending one hour doing that one thing. Then the rest of the time, the day can be spent doing the the medial tasks that you need to do, that that eventually you're gonna you're gonna take off your plate because someone else can be doing that for you. Mm -hmm. But if you start with the visionary piece of it, when you start with that, you're gonna start feeling so much better because you're going to see progress. So by making sure that that, and that like, that is, you cannot deviate from that. That has to be the first thing you have to do. Even if you're like, I have to get these packages out today. You've got to spend that hour working on your business because that is showing your mind, your brain that that's the priority okay that is the priority the priority is you being the ceo if you want to grow this business to the level that you do that has to come first because so much of the day at if, when you don't get to those things is spent feeling discouraged mm-hmm. it's spent feeling like oh i just wish i had time to do this or i just wish i right mm-hmm. that that way of thinking is not helping mm-hmm. it's not Pushing you forward. But how good would it feel? And it doesn't even have to be an hour. Maybe it's 30 minutes, right? right. What if every day from 10 to 10:30, or whenever you get in the office, I get in the office at 10, from whenever you get like in the it. office, yeah, right? Flexibility, remember? I like yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but what how would that feel after a week? Let's even say 30 minutes, because maybe that's more doable. If you'd spent 30 minutes working on the creation of a project or a system, Mm -hmm. by the end
1: of the week, wouldn't you feel good about yourself? Even if
0: it's not done.
1: Yeah. I actually think that would probably make me feel better too, because I, I actually really like those aspects of my business. I like actually sitting down and thinking about it. And I always kind of put it off when I can have like all this time to do it, like, because it will be like this big rewarding thing, but I never get to that. So I can constantly feel defeated. So I think that might be, and it's kind of similar to what I had decided with, we talked about in my last call about how um, Saturday mornings are now my design day. So I was always trying to squeeze it in during the middle of the day and here and there, and it just never worked. So Saturdays or weekends, it's fun time. So I'm like, oh, well, it makes sense to kind of throw the designing and what I love about this business on the weekend and just kind of make that me time because I get to play. And then this would be really good because I think it will make me want to get out of bed a little bit more because I think sometimes yes. like I'm looking at like, oh, I have to ship for three hours. You know what I mean? Or, yes. And I don't mind doing it. It actually is somewhat rewarding, but it's not like satisfying. It's not no. something that yeah, you're because, like, oh, I'm so glad I did this right. today. <laughs> you're
0: because here's the thing. And, and I, so you have a, you're a visionary. There are mm-hmm. two terms. This is what we use in the business world. So, you know, there's a visionary and that person is the person who has the vision, has the dreams, has this bit, the big picture. And then you have an integrator someone who is okay. I like that idea. I'm going to put it into action now. All right. I'm going to make, create the system so that your vision can come to life. But we so often don't have that person. And, and, and it's a little bit different in direct sales because generally, it's a different setup, right? But I just, I'm sharing this because it's a good way to think about it. You need to have vision and spend time being that visionary for your business, because that's what you are. So when you're in the weeds doing the things that other people could be doing, you're not you're not finding fulfillment in that because that's not who you are. That's one of those things about the business where you're like, I don't we all there are aspects of the, everyone's business where we're like, I hate those. When I was in direct sales, returns and exchanges were the death of me. Yeah. Right? I sold jewelry and uh, you know, at the end of 60 days, I needed to make sure I checked in and make sure but something broke, if something was turning it, whatever, but I I was awful at that because I, I don't know why I hated them so much, but I hated them. Yeah. So if I knew that going into my office and going to work every morning, I knew that that was what I was going to have to be dealing with. I wouldn't want to get out of bed either. Right. So it's so important to start with the thing that lights you up. Mm-hmm. And I know for you that that's massive strategy. Like you have these great visions and I think if you start with that that is going to light you up it's going to light a fire under you and you're going to be more excited about creating these new these new ideas these new projects connecting with your team more everything else will fall into place. Yeah. Everything else will fall into place. But I want to see you working more on your business than in your business. Mm-hmm. Okay? So
1: now can I ask a question about that? <laughs> Please ask a question. So having known me for 4 months you now know that I am like An idea a minute person. (laughs) So when I'm in these vision moments in the every week or every day, how do I determine what is the the right thing to work on right now and determine what the thing to table? Like how do I not overwhelm myself with all the ideas? Right. That's such a good question. And you are, that's because you're
0: a visionary, you're an entrepreneur. (laughs) So you are gonna have a million ideas a minute. Mm -hmm. I would write down all your ideas.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: As they come, I would have, what I've done, I've done a couple, I've had a lot of different strategies. I'm one of those, (laughs) I'm such a visionary that I have 25 million notebooks with ideas in them. Mm -hmm. But when I need to come find it, I don't know where it is. Mm -hmm. But so my idea would be to have a notebook, an idea notebook, and just write things down as they come. Another idea, if you use your phone a lot, is to write ideas down on your, in your notes app and just constantly know, be adding notes app is the broken. ideas. It's
1: really traumatizing. So get it fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that is traumatizing. I use my notes app for everything. And I have like notes from a tr- like incentive. It's terrible. There, and I can't get in it. it like closes. Yeah. And I'm like, ah. That is awful. Anyway,
0: that's I, awful I, and upsetting. <laughs> um, but I would, that's what I would do first is just have an ongoing list so that it, you don't get worried about losing the idea. But it also sort of feels like it gets all put in one place. But then, what I would do is I would look at it and I would think, and I would think to myself, "You would think to yourself." <laughs> um, just needed to clarify that in case anyone wondered. <laughs> in case you're like, you're not going to think to yourself ideas. about my ideas <laughs> exactly. Um, you're going to think to yourself, "Okay, which one lights me up the most? Which one am I most excited about? And that's the one you're going to work on." And then, if you are like me, you might go, Oh, but I, they all I'm tired do of that. No, I want to do this. <laughs> like, right. Like, Oh, okay, I've worked on that for a few hours and now I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Stay focused because f- seeing something to fruition, seeing something to the end is so gratifying and it's so good for your motivation. It's so good for your confidence and it's so good for how much you're producing, to be honest, like you're going to see so much when you feel good and you see that you've completed something, man, that gives you the momentum that you need to go and tackle something else and tackle something else and tackle something else. Mm-hmm. So pick the thing that lights you up the most that you're most excited about. Or if you can't pick one, like you said, pick one that you think will be the easiest to do the easiest. And and in fact, here's what else I would say. If the thing that lights you up is going to be the most complicated project, I would maybe push that aside. And I would start with something smaller that lights you up because you, when you see, when you're starting this new habit, when you're starting this new strategy, you need to see small wins and you're going to get those small wins. If it's a smaller thing that you're a smaller project that you're working on. So I would definitely do it that way. Does that help?
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Yep. Do you feel like this has given you value and help. Okay. Absolutely. Good. I'm so glad. And I hope that he is always good. Yeah. I'd love (laughs) to chat with you too. Um, and I hope that if you are listening or watching that you also are getting value from this episode and we'd love to hear. So here's what I want you to do guys. I want you to tag me on Instagram. And if you're not on Instagram, you need to come on over to Instagram, Rachel, a Perry, find me. I want you to tell me how much you love this screenshot it. If you're watching, um, if you're listening, screenshot, whatevs. Okay. Let us know what you got most from this episode. Jen, yeah. people have now fallen in love with you. Where can
1: they find you? I am by the shore stamping on most, um, outlets. So awesome. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all of the things. Yes. By YouTube. If
0: you are crafty,
1: mm.
0: you, you've got to go check out her YouTube by the shore. Stamping stamping. Is it, it's not stamp in, it's stamping stamping with a G. G. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. So great. So go, go check her out, go like, follow, subscribe, whatever it is. And Jen, I'm so grateful that you were willing to come on this podcast with me today. Um, Thank
1: you so much for asking. Yeah, girl. (laughs) I I love it. I love chatting with you.
0: (laughs) I know. Let's do it tomorrow too. I love you so much. I know tomorrow again. (laughs) So I can't wait to see your results from this. I'm really excited. I'm like, man, I can't believe we didn't come up with this strategy earlier, but um, this is good. So, this is what this I is really, really wanted you to challenge yourself to do. This is
1: like, and it's funny because it's something I really wanted to do for 2021 is really kind of set out a routine. And I feel like yes. between our last conversation with yes. getting this creating on Saturdays and now we have my visionary mornings, I'm like, I feel like we've got kind of a plan under play. Yes.
0: So. Oh, and I love you should call it your visionary mornings. I like it, right? I like, like
1: that. I love that. I love uh, it that. It's awesome. I yeah. love it.
0: Yeah. So fun. Okay. Okay. Well, listen. I adore you, as per use. You know that. Um, thank right. you for being here. Thank you. And for those of you listening or watching, next week we're going to have a leadership. Okay. So let me just tell you what the podcast episode is going to be next week. This time next week. So my regular podcast will be on Tuesday, but then next Friday uh, we're going to be talking about or yeah, next Friday. I get so confused when I'm recording earlier we're going to have our leaders for my leader, the leadership Academy, share little blurbs on their best advice for something more specific. So I'm really excited about that. It's called, we're going to call it like the leadership highlight or something. Actually, that's not what we're going to call it. I don't know what we're going to call it. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I hope that you guys have have a great weekend. (laughs) Jen, I hope you have an amazing weekend. Thank you so much for being here. You are amazing until next week, my friends take care.